Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast and the latest in this series of my top 20 lessons. Today's a big one. It's about creativity. So my new book, Work Life Flywheel, will be coming to you in January. And one of the key parts of building any work life flywheel is creativity. So why does it matter so much? Well, I think creativity has always been an important part of knowledge work and it's going to become even more important. So I've got a couple of guests talking today about exactly why. My first guest has been nominated twice for the Pulitzer Prize. He's the founder of the Flow Research Collective and one of the world's foremost experts on high performance. Stephen Kotler explained to me why he treats creativity as a value. Creativity sits at the heart of every single thing I try to do. Um, I think so this is a personal thing. This is not like, this isn't what the flow research collective, a lot of people who train with the flow research collective seem to share this opinion, but mm. this, in my opinion, is my opinion and applies to me. And if, if it applies to other people, those, those are your decisions. But like, to me, the point, one of the big points of art of life is life should be art. It's everything should be a creative decision. And, you know, creative decisions are all about mastery and excellence and, and beauty. And I always try to, Tell people when you're trying to present yourself and your ideas to the world, there's only three things you have. You have your history, right? You're either famous person or not famous person. You are, you've either like learned how to run three minute miles and won these awards or you have, you know what I mean? I, like nothing, if your history is your history, like mm. it is what it is. You can change your future a little bit, but you have your history. And, and that's sort of like, that's the platform you're going to be standing on. Then you have your research, everything that you've learned that, no, and, and you know that other people don't, right? And it, you should be deep, deep, deep because there's some smart people in this world. And finally, you have your style, your craft, your creative, mm. you know what I mean? Those are the three things. And I think those things go into sort of anything you do. I love that from Stephen. Um, you know, what we have all got are three things, your history, your research, and your style. And that's definitely the lens I use to look at the way I think about creativity nowadays. So my next guest is also a world-leading expert. He's one of the world's most respected business authors and academics. It's Linda Gratton, and she explained to me how she thinks about creativity, and in particular, why it matters in a world where technology and automation are becoming ever more important. It seems to me that creativity... um, has two sources um one of which is your relationship to yourself in the sense of how you um bring information into yourself uh the means by which you do that so so in terms of work style that really means focus you you know Mm. so for you to be able to think about you know to have create so, so this weekend i tried to bring together my thinkings about what an office for is for. I, I think that I, I had a creative time doing that. But that was four or five hours of me being undisturbed. That's why I did it on a Saturday afternoon, because that was an undisturbed time for me. And I just basically wrote down and drew diagrams on my own. So that was very much self-authored creativity. But I think as important is the creativity when you're with other people. So, you know, I personally, when I like, when I work and when I talk to other organizations about working, I think you need to separate out the two. I think that, and in fact, we know this from research, you need to help people spend time on their own thinking about what they believe to be important before you then 
go into a group where you're brain, brainstorming it. So I'm in the brainstorm stage of that now. Mm. So I've already started talking to people. So it's got both an inner time when you need to be focused, but also a time when you want to be with other people and talk about stuff and be cooperative. And, and if you have a chance of being face to face, then that's great. I don't think it's just face to face. I I wrote um, a really nice, I think, Harvard Business Review article that went into the in on on March with uh, Diana Gerson, who had just stepped down as the CHRO of IBM, and it was a very, I think, it was a creative process. Uh, and the article, I think, was a creative outcome. But Dan and I have never met each other. Mm. Yeah, You know, we did all of it on Zoom. Now, we are actually going to meet each other next month in my house in France, but we actually hadn't. She lives in California. We'd never met. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting a little bit cautious of face-to-face. You know, face-to-face is absolutely wonderful, but it's not always possible. You know, Diane and I couldn't be face-to-face. She was in California in lockdown and I was in London in lockdown. And I think we we also need to realise that, you know, you can be quite creative, you know, face to face or even in, in the metaverse. You know, I was talking to people from Accenture who are doing a lot of work now where some of their creative work is is going on in the metaverse. Well, again, you know, that's a new or gaming. So we have to be we have to be creative about being creative. One of my interests is in the impact of technology uh, on work and on what humans do. So humans do think two things that machines don't. Uh, one is they show high levels of empathy and they listen. Of course, a machine can listen to you, but it doesn't empathize with you. You know, Alex, you know, when you speak to a machine, it doesn't understand you. It's not empathizing with you. And the second thing that humans can do is they can be creative and uh, bring in new ideas and make new connections. But the the point here is that both empathy and creativity need what we psychologists call a rested brain. So if you're very stressed or you're working too hard and your brain isn't rested, then you don't empathize and, you, and you're not creative. You, in, in, in effect, become a machine. So part of the conversation that I'm having with executives in companies at the moment is to say, you know, when you employ humans, you want them to be as human as possible and to do that, you have to be sure that their work doesn't really stress them because once humans are stressed, they start behaving like machines. So that was Stephen Kotler and Linda Gratton bringing their expert opinion to the importance of creativity in the future of work. So thanks again for listening. I'll see you here again next week.